Super Talk Mississippi media production. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Jeff Duncan with us. He's a reporter and columnist for The Athletic. He covers the Saints. He's a good friend, not only of mine, but to the show. He's going to be with us every Friday to talk about the Saints and what's happening. And hopefully in the future, we'll talk more about the Saints winning and not losing. And, uh, you know, Jeff, one of the things I wanted to, uh, that I mentioned to you is that when I started reading your book, not only was I inspired beyond football, but I was inspired about football and the specific point that, you know, I, I made the point on the show the other day, can Drew Brees throw a pass further than three yards? Now I know he can, but it was frustrating that we weren't going downfield more often. We'll talk about that in a second. But one of the things in reading this book is I got to the chapter on the supercomputer. You know, I think it was John Stiscom that had referred to him as the supercomputer, talking about Drew and the way he analyzes the field and how quick he can process and whatever, I came across um, the name of this one play, which was the uh, which was the play that Drew Brees broke Peyton Manning's all-time passing record. And here's the name of the play: Hop to Gun King trips right, hair fifty-two sway all go special X shallow cross halfback wide. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so nice when I that I can't help but think about what you said about that. The Saints offense, you have to have a PhD. It's a PhD in offense. This is why young players, when they come in, they have a hard time. They, they, you got to be smart to be in this offense. When you put it all together and you see that they improved some last week, and Drew Brees can still throw the ball, we probably should worry more about the, off, uh, the defense than the offense. We'll come back to that in a second. But the reality is um, they're probably going to figure it out, aren't they? Well, yeah, you've got PhD level offensive coaches and players on this uh, team. And look, they've gotten off to a little bit of a slow start. There's no, there's no denying that. Uh, I think it's surprising to a lot of people It's surprising to myself because I thought this team was uniquely wired and built to avoid the slow start because of this unique off season with the pandemic, uh, because of that continuity, that experience they have, we assumed they would, pick up quicker than most other teams. And it's actually been almost the opposite. And it might be just because they've got such a complex, sophisticated system uh, that's caused them to kind of start slowly and also losing the best receiver in football, Mike Thomas, that's certainly played a part, but I also believe there's no reason for concern here. We've seen them go through these stretches before and because of the leadership, because of the acumen uh, and the ability of this offensive staff and Drew Brees uh, the offense is going to take care of itself. I think it'll start this weekend against Detroit, and we'll see them incrementally continue to get better. I'm more concerned about some of the issues on defense right now, uh, but offensively, not a concern. So we'll come back to the defense uh, a little bit later. So let's stay on this. So, so again, it was a good reminder to me that there's so much at work here. I mean, we talked last week about Drew said that the timing was an issue and he's got to get the timing down. That seemed to improve some this week. Um, I don't know about the play calling. There's a lot I don't know about, but, but the fact is they did improve some, they scored some points defense, let too many dang points get scored. Again, we'll come back to that, 
But what are you hearing? So this week, what is Drew saying? What is the coach saying? You know, get, bring us inside the Saints organization for a minute. How has this week been? Well, I mean, everyone's on on call. There's no doubt about that. They've been served notice by Sean Payton uh, that he's not going to accept these uh, mental errors is what what's really undoing the Saints, especially in the secondary. We don't uh, expect to see, you know, these egregious miscommunication errors from such a veteran team. This is not a team that's inexperienced or that has a bunch of rookies playing in the secondary. Uh, so you can't let players run free the way they did against the Green Bay Packers. You cannot defend the bootleg so uh, incompetently every time, play after play. These are mistakes that should happen to, say, the Carolina Panthers, who are installing a new system with new players, a roster overturn. Uh, not this team. And I think Sean Payton has lit a fire under the defensive staff to get and the players to get this ironed out because uh, we've, they're going to continue to see the bootleg uh, from uh, future quarterbacks if they can't defend it uh, in the way they have the last couple of weeks. And it started with the Raiders game. So let's, let's go, let's go to Drew for a second. Um, what's the buzz around Drew? What's he saying? Um, bring us inside that. Well, he's, he's typical Drew. I mean, Scott Fujita referred to him once as annoyingly optimistic and that's Drew Brees. <laughs> he's never going to, uh, let on that there's an issue, that there's a problem. Uh, he certainly will say things like, hey, we've got to play better. Uh, we've got to get better attention to detail. I think right now it's the small things that are holding back the offense. Uh, Dan Campbell, the tight ends coach, said the other day that there's just these little, uh, they, the Saints refer to it, and I've referenced this often in the book, is painting the picture for the quarterback. Drew Brees relies so much on his telepathic kind of communication between his receivers and himself, knowing where they're going to go. They have so many routes, Ricky, where the receiver has to read the coverage and make a decision. He can go left, right, deep, short, and they have different routes. They're called choice routes, option routes. They rely a lot on that, and it's all based on the receiver and the quarterback being on the same page. And what's happened here early on, for whatever reason, they haven't been on the same page, and it's not every time. It's just every once in a while, a key third down, a key play. The margin for error is so razor thin that if a tight end continues on his route over the middle and, and Drew thinks he's going to settle into the open void, Drew throws, uh, you know, anticipating that the tight end is going to be right there. Instead, he carries over. It looks like Drew threw behind him, and it's a poor throw, and actually he's throwing it to a spot. He anticipates where the Titan is going to be. These little things, these synchronicity issues, uh, that's one thing I think that hurt them not having the offseason, but it's something I expect they'll get fixed and ironed out. Drew talked about right, running shot plays. Yeah, what they've run a bunch that? of them. They've run a bunch of them. They just haven't, for whatever reason, either he hasn't had time to throw it, the receivers haven't gotten open. Now, there's been a couple times that they have had a guy open and Drew hasn't pulled the trigger for whatever reason. I don't know why that is. I asked Sean Payton about it this week. Sean said, it's not a quarterback issue. He said, Drew's throwing the ball down the field in practice as good as he's ever seen him. So, you know, something's amiss though, because they've not gotten the ball down the field. They've only attempted three passes over 20 yards all year in, in three games. Uh, that's something I think that's going to change. They have them in the playbook. They've called them. They just haven't tried them yet. So that's mm -hmm. that's where I think the, the, the disconnect is right now. 
to what extent do you think he's feeling the pressure a little bit more than normal? You know, I've thought about that. I don't, Drew Brees is such a Jedi, Ricky. I mean, he, he doesn't, I don't think, lack confidence in any way. But I would say that there's, a, I think, maybe a little bit of a lack of confidence right now in the way the offense is working. And he's going to what he feels confident in. And that's Alvin Kamara, who's playing at a, a Pro Bowl level. And he has that same confidence in Mike Thomas. We all know that, who's going to be back this week. So I think he's going to be more confident uh, with these other options once he gets Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara back and they become the, the secondary and tertiary options in the offense. But for whatever reason, he hasn't developed that confidence with some of the newer players on this uh, offense right now. So, uh, yeah, let's come back. To, let's just mention Mike. He, he, uh, Michael Thomas came back, limited the practice. Uh, it's looking pretty good for him still. Yeah, he's going to play this week. He, he wanted to play last week, and they had to talk him out of not playing. I mean, it was out of an abundance of caution to not let him do any further damage to that ankle. But he's going to be out there this week, and he'll make a difference. And, and the way Kamara's playing, that, that'll balance out the offense. I don't know if they're going to have Jared Cook. He tweaked his groin last week at the end of a tackle, uh, so he could be out. They're going to have to rely on Josh Hill and, and their young tight end, Adam Troutman, who they're very, very high on, uh, is going to get thrown a little bit more to the fire in this game, I think. Um, boy, Kamara, you know, we talked about him last week, and then after seeing him on Sunday, boy, he's playing healthy. He's, he, you can really tell he's inspired this year. I don't think I've ever seen a back with the innate balance that he has. Uh, you know, I refer to it as like a cat. It's like, he never gets knocked off his feet. He's always in balance. He has terrific vision, uh, but I think what makes him special is that balance. Uh, you know, he's not the fastest back in the world. Uh, he's not the most powerful, but he's kind of got a little bit of everything. But it's that balance, that ability. Deuce McAllister talks about it a lot. The ability to make yourself small, to not take those big hits, to turn your shoulders just a little bit. He's just got a feel for running. And it's very special, and uh, you're right. He's he's on top of his game right now, and really has carried a heavy load of this offense early on. They've got to get some other guys involved because they can't expect him to continue to turn a two yard pass into a 52 yard touchdown. That one run, man, that was the highlight reel. It's going to be hard to make it hard for to beat that one to being sort of the number one play of his for the year. And you know what? The balance he showed in that, we're coming to the end of this segment, and we'll pick it up on the other side, but the balance he showed in this, in that particular play, it's not by accident. I mean, the, the work that Alvin Kamara puts into, you know, you know, he's already got great balance, but he's taken it to a whole other level in the way he works on that during the offseason. We'll come back and talk a little bit about that, and then we'll go into the defense. This is Jeff Duncan from The Athletic, and we'll talk to you more after this break. View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by Allen Toyota on I 10 exit 38 Gulfport. See all of the incredible inventory at AllenToyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think Allen Toyota. A Super Talk Mississippi media production. 